Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome to Computer and Technology Radio again. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we're here to bring you the latest news and reviews, everything tech-related. How are you, Marsha? Wow. The, the intro sounded different, but who knows what's going on in the world of tech? Never know. <laughs> Something new every day. Oh, goodness, goodness. But it's good to see you. You know, we can yeah. see each other. You guys can't see us. No. And Maybe Uncle one Bill, day. if you're listening, Uncle Bill, we're sorry we're not live anymore. But yeah. I hope, hope you picked it up on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one day, maybe. Never know. Uh, could, uh, we may do happen. that. But uh, otherwise, how was your week? Um, I well, watched some TV. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk mm-hmm. streaming at the end of the show, like we usually do. Yeah, and, not a lot of t- not a lot of stuff new on TV right well, now. Well, I caught up on some old stuff, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, few th- few good things we can talk about later. Well, uh, but- we got some good things for later. How was your week? I uh, was uh, b- b- um, relatively busy. I would say, but uh, fine, you know, for the most part, fine. Okay, no tech um, magic then. I uh, went and kicked. I I went and kicked the uh, tires over at Best Buy, and touched everything that was there because? to see if I uh, to see if I liked the weight of different things in my hand. Wait, this and, is what device are you tr- testing? Well, I did. I t- played with everything. Oh, okay. At Best Buy, and the Samsung Flip mm-hmm. is just adorable. But it's kind of chunky. Remember when you were a kid, there was a candy called a chunky bar? Oh, yeah, sure. It feels like that in your hand. It's oh, weird. Well, that's not good. It's like a square of chunk. I, right. I, I wasn't happy. And I didn't like the fold particularly because it had like a line in it and I could, you know, down the center. Yeah. Um, I picked up the Pixel tablet to play with. And I really liked it. It felt very much like an iPad, the smaller mm-hmm. iPad. So that that was a plus because remember I, I tested the One Plus and I liked it a lot, but it was a little bit too big for my hand because I'm not going to use a keyboard with it. So I just like a small tablet. I can put the little uh, cover on and just run with it, you know? Well, you uh, this isn't out yet, but you might have seen the story earlier that I had that apparently there's now the world's thinnest book style phone. Yeah, we're going to talk we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an interesting story. So, let's give the quick news. Okay, Twitter what? Twitter what? Twitter formerly known as wait, X formerly yeah. known as Twitter. I still can't get used to seeing X on my phone. I know, right? And I and I can't I look for Twitter and I look for the little bird and nothing? No, mm-hmm. not happened. Two right. things they announced. Now, one I'll give you quick because I think it's great because I make a lot of calls on end-to-end encryption on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Is it WhatsApp? Is that yeah? yeah that's yeah. owned by uh, Meta, Facebook. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because of my love, yeah, I have no love for either of these billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> they love you though. But I do believe that the privacy policy that you're going to get in Twitter is going to be more honest. This is just my personal opinion, not slandering anybody. Um, I trust what Twitter's privacy policy says, whether I like it or not, versus Facebook. I just don't – I have a trust for Facebook. Do you? No, I don't. I don't know that I have any more trust for Twitter. 
uh, or frankly, any of the social media sites. I, I don't know that I think any of them are trustworthy, but why do you think Twitter is more so than others? Because they have, okay, Elon, you mm-hmm. may or may like him or you may not like him. No, I don't dislike but, him. But the thing is, he's gone for free speech. I have seen a lot of things on Twitter that I was very impressed by. Um, Robert F. Kennedy, um, he did a thing for National Day of like volunteerism for September mm-hmm. 11th. If you go over to his page, you'll see the video. Okay. Um, I, I see things like that. I see the current news. And now I'm seeing it, unlike in the old days where it never came up in my feed. And things I would have not normally gone to look at, mm-hmm. I see now. And it just seems more uh, uh, unedited. You know, the algorithm is a little more open. And I never I mean, see any of the weird – and I know there's weird stuff and, and porn, on, the, but I never see it. I mean, I've kind of st- – you know, I certainly never use Twitter – as much as you did. And frankly, with all the stuff that's gone on, I kind of backed off entirely. I almost don't even look at Twitter anymore. And yeah, I certainly oh, don't look at threads, which I, you know, I signed on to yeah. just to see what it was for the show. Are you using that at all? I posted four, five times. <laughs> on, on thread? Oh, you mean yeah. since, it, since it started four or five times? Yeah. And yeah. and I was invited to Blue Sky, which is uh, Jack's, Jack Dorsey's platform. Oh, right. I don't think I ever posted on that. I, I it, it's just I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't like it. But you know, maybe someday. I doubt it. Well, they the had only... a, they had a huge amount of people that signed up with the first week, and then I think from there it kind of faded out. No, no, Blue Sky was by invitation only. Oh, not Blue Sky. I'm talking about uh, the one we the were just talking about. Threads. Threads. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't but... know if anybody continued to use it. Uh, do you know statistically are more people or less people using Twitter since all the craziness started? Uh, I can tell you much less people, yeah, but, but the people who are using it, like, for example, I am not a Tucker Carlson fan particularly, mm-hmm. but the night of the debate, he did an interview with Donald Trump, which I watched after the debate because I wanted to hear it. The mainstream media didn't allow me to hear it because, you know, how lots of people feel about Trump. Well, whether I feel the same or not, I wanted to hear. I do not close my ears off to stuff. No, of course not. So I liked that about Twitter. And the only place you could see that was Twitter. So, Uh, you know, they announced video calling with end-to-end encryption. And I think it's brilliant. Um, I'll be very happy to use it because you can call internationally for free. Through Twitter. Through Twitter. Well, I do it through WhatsApp now, but right. I gu- guarantee you I'll move to uh, uh, Twitter. And you will do that because you're afraid of the privacy issues or just because? No, because I, I really I really don't trust Facebook. Right. You know, if Facebook told me a green page was green... I'd still think there was a, a catch to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just don't. Yeah. But I use, but for my international calling, I use Google Phone, uh, Google Voice, mm-hmm. which charges a penny a minute. Okay, which is not bad. And that's encrypted as well. So yeah. 
I, you know, cause not everybody's on the apps. So that was one thing. And the second thing that happened on Twitter and you and I tested this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I think this is great. Let me preface this with the fact that people with verified check marks, because we pay for them now, right, have been harassed by people on Twitter. Because they are now no longer what they used to be? Because we are paying Elon money. Right. Okay. okay. Well, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's costing him a fortune to set up Twitter and well, to do what he's that's, done. That's to you, to you. But to these people... It's a major unforgivable sin. And they're blocking people. They're harassing people. Well, that's ridiculous. And frankly, when I'm on Twitter, when I liked Robert F. Kennedy's video, Mm -hmm. and I'm not a Robert F. Kennedy person. Right. I just liked the video. When I clicked like, I said, oh, no, I'm going to lose a bunch of followers now. And did you? I I don't pay attention, really. Oh, okay. But- I'm sure I did, because people who are fanatics about their beliefs, right? they actually go to people's pages and look up what they like and what they don't like. It's crazy. There's so much hate in this country. Yeah, it is really very sad. And, you know, every time somebody, and celebrities do this a lot and sports figures, they tweet something out without thinking it through, and then they get lambasted by a billion people. Why did you say that? What did you mean by that? You know, and it's, it's getting ridiculous. And that's the one thing I truly hate about social media. And, you know, I talk about many times about doing um, distinguished speaker series where I host a million incredible people, presidents and Kings or whatever. And I always ask the question, what's your opinion of social media? And what is your opinion of, you know, Twitter and Facebook and all? Mm-hmm. And almost universally, every one of these heavy duty speakers comes back with, you know what? I think there's a use for it. I think it's great about getting news, but I think it's ridiculous that the way people handle it. And right. I think, well, it's the people. It's yeah. not the Oh, no, the it's platform. the people. Absolutely. It's the people. So now, and we tested it, that if you are a paid user, as I am, even though I'm legacy verified for over a decade, um, they made a feature for paid users where we can hide our likes. So what that means is I went over to Mark's page and I liked one of his posts. He went over to his page and looked and could see that I liked his post. Yes. Then what did you do? You went over to my pay, my profile. Right. And you looked for the likes column. Yeah, and there was the, no likes column. Which is the thing that the trolls look for. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't see it. Now, I could see a likes column on my side. Right. But other people can't. So paid users will now have a setting under profile customization that lets us hide the likes tab. This is one of the most valuable things to me. There are fanatics, uh, not only religious fanatics, they're political fanatics. There's crazies all over social media. Right, and if you, uh, if they think the wrong way about something you've done, they'll go over to your page and either harass you, which is when, as a check mark, I will see two comments, and I'll go look at the comments, and there's nothing there because they've been pulled by Twitter or X, right? Yeah, because they're not appropriate. So yeah. when I'm seeing changes like this, 
This is to protect people and their right, the First Amendment right of free speech. I can now go and like Schwarzenegger's stuff. I can go, you know, do something that may not be popular and other people can't look it up. And I think that's perfectly fine. I mean, you know, it's your right to have people look or not look at what you're doing. And if it affects a lot of people, as it, I'm sure it does based on what you're saying, okay, then they shouldn't be able to see it. So that's fine. I don't have an issue with that at all. Oh, it, it has been really bad, really bad. Yeah. So, um, and that, so have you got your party hat on for the Apple event? You know, ordinarily, I'm kind of excited that the new phone's coming out and, you know, I'm on this upgrade I've talked about before. And the upgrade plan, by the way, works really well. You spend somewhere between 35 and 50 bucks a month. And every 12 months, they upgrade your phone, you know, at no charge. Or you can just continue and pay it off if you want to and, and own the phone. But so that works really well. But normally, I'm kind of like, yay, hyped up. But the last couple of, frankly, updates on the iPhone, I've like, okay, I'm just not seeing the great value to it. Uh, and there's a lot of talk about rumors that the iPhone 15 will be higher priced. I mean, how much higher can it be? It's like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars right? for the phone. Um, and I don't know how many people are going to be that excited about the pro model will increase according to the reports, a hundred to two hundred dollars. That's a pretty hef hefty increase. It's a ten to twenty percent increase. Uh, charging accessories and will yet, need and yet this is all still rumor. Yeah, it is. It is. It's not happening happening on the twelfth. It could be more, it could be less. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and the problem is that people don't really know what's going on. But I will say for the most part, the interesting thing on Apple is the rumors are often true. Mm -hmm. So it's not one of these crazy things. They they pretty much get it right when you look at their rumors. They are re allegedly the lightning cord is going to be replaced by a USB-C, which I don't really care what kind of charging unit I use. What kind of annoys me is that every time Apple does this, I got to go out and buy a bunch of new cords. Well, and that's going to be tough on a lot of people. Yeah. But they had to do that because the EU passed a law covering all the countries of the EU. Right. That says you have to have a universal charger. That mm -hmm. if I'm over at your house and you're an Apple person. Yeah, everybody And I need own. a charge. We can share you know, and people don't have to keep rebuying. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I mean, the new iPhone, so again, the same thing, more megapixels. And I had a conversation with a, with a guy today who's a photographer. And I said, you know, it's kind of ridiculous with the phones. You know, it's 100 megapixels, 3000 megapixels. And the average person, Marsha, as you and I have talked about for years, they don't need that. There's no need for no, it. We're not printing out billboards from, no, from our pictures. <laughs> yeah, correct. So, uh, you know, so those are the kind of the rumors about what's going on. And I, I think I think for sure the rumor about the uh, changing of the charging is absolutely true. Um, oh, yeah. And we, we will be talking more about this next week and after the iPhone event. Um, a lot of stuff will be happening with the iPhone. And they're, I'm not going to say anything because it's all rumors and we're not, we got two weeks to go. So we'll talk well, about that. Well, there is one, one interesting thing. And I don't know if that's because they've had glitches in the past, but Apple used to do this live show and showed everything that can be updated. Well, apparently now they've moved away from doing product reveals on the stage in front of huh. a live audience. Huh. 
Yeah. Now they're going to do a pre-recorded presentation. Oh and, no! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Jobs would Steve Jobs would just. Well, he would. Yeah, he, he would. would. He wouldn't allow this. Yeah, you know. It's okay. Well, real... I'll tell you. Know what? What else he wouldn't allow? What? They're discontinuing gold. Oh, the call. I thought you were going to say no more Fort Knox. Yes, no. you're talking about the color gold. And for any of you, I love a gold phone. I think they're beautiful. They're the best looking phones. And if any of you want to laugh. Google a video from Team Coco. That's what's his name? Is Team that the Coco. chimpanzee Coco? No. Oh God, Mark. Who's don't Team say Coco? things like that. Well, Coco wasn't Co- chimpanzee, it was a famous chimpanzee. Yeah, but don't like now I can't remember his name. Um Colin no he had a TV show. Coco. At night, the funniest guy in the world. Oh, Conan, not Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. is that what he used to go by, Coco? Yeah, okay. Yeah, with Team Coco. Yeah, right, okay. And I never okay. watched the show. Don't, don't, don't get in deeper, Mark. Just say, No, oh, I yeah. mean, look, not everybody stays up till one in the morning or tapes that stuff. I didn't, honestly. But anyway, so you go to Google and yeah. you look for gold is best iPhone. Yep. And the video is by Team Coco. And I promise I mean, you've been saying you, gold is best for years. But I promise you, if you see this video, you will just laugh. You will just laugh. It'll make you happy. And everybody right. I've shown it to, I'll it look. still holds up. It's funny. Okay. Um, but the worst part of the Apple News is that they reportedly won't be get, giving support anymore via X, YouTube, right. or Apple support. Community yeah. online forum. Yeah, that's well, kind of crazy. Well, you I have to say just in. now, I, mean, I well, I was going to say, when you just said not on X anymore, I'm like, X, what's X? You know, you forget <laughs> that X is now Twitter. I just can't, you know, I'm sorry. After 15 years on Twitter, X, did, did he ever say what the X came from? Yeah, well, yeah, and I can tell you. I was a member of X.com in, oosh, I I can't even tell you, I think the mid-90s, it was the original platform for payments before PayPal. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. And he sold it to Peter uh, Peter Thiel and the gang, and uh, it became PayPal. Okay. X.com has always been his pet name. Okay. That he's uh, just – because X doesn't mean anything. X no, can it, it be doesn't. anything. And, you know, he's planning on making it the everything app. So, yay. I mean, I suppose, you know, to me, you've got a world-recognized name in Twitter. And just like I just did, X, wait, what are you talking about? You know, it's just not as – maybe it will be five years from now. But But every – you know, I guarantee you everybody thinks – well, I was going to say, everybody still thinks of Twitter as Twitter and not as X. Yeah, but you know what? He wants everybody to forget the old Twitter. Because yeah, that's X. Not com, anytime soon. It's going to be a whole new, whole new app that it's it's going to be different, and he wants it to be different. He doesn't want Jack Dorsey tied to it whatsoever. Well, I'm sure not. Yeah, so interesting. Well, I found I found some interesting information. Now, you and I always talk. Oh, Chromebooks! Whoa, these are great, yeah. right? Oh yeah, Chromebooks great are idea. great. I mean, uh, you have to. Uh, do everything online, mm-hmm. which is fine, because Google has all the different things 
that you need to do papers and spreadsheets and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And this is perfect, right? But now it seems <laughs> that they found out that there's an expiration date. Yeah, that's odd. Now, just like schools screwed up and bought iPads and gave them to children to take home to do, and how did that work out? As mm-hmm. we know, we lo- Los Angeles lost millions on that. Right. Um, and schools gave students Chromebooks, mm-hmm. which were actually cheaper than the iPads, mm-hmm. um, even though they've gotten more expensive than they used to be. Uh, Google supposedly is now going to cease support for 13 models. Next year, 51 models will expire. And that sounds like a lot, but you have to realize that anybody can make a Chromebook. Oh, sure. The operating system is free. All you have to do is get a blank computer, and they know the specs, Mm -hmm. and they can put it together. So, I mean, like... Frederick County Public Schools in Maryland purchased Dell Chromebooks in 2017 for the 2018-2019 school year. And that's just four years before the June 2022 expiration date. So they got four years worth of use out of it, which, frankly, I got to tell you, if they were considering, what did they probably pay? $200 a piece? If they bought them in bulk, I still think it's a deal. But just realize that uh, Chromebooks have a hard stop. Uh, the, the new ones that the district bought are set to expire in 2026, and it will cost $2.8 million to replace them. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I, you know, obviously hardware has to update to work the new software that they're right. putting on the computer. Simple, easy. Yeah, sure. But this is a hidden cost that nobody counted on. Um, in the old days, they used to buy MacBooks, and after four years, they resell them for hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. And this article is going, yeah, you know, that's that, that's great. We got money back. But you can't possibly, with a thinking brain, Compare the cost of a MacBook to a Chromebook. <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. No. So, I mean, yeah, you may have gotten money back at end of life, but you only spent 200 for the Chromebook to start with. Well, exactly. As opposed to 2000 for your, uh, you know, your Mac. So, But, you know, this could be a good business for someone to buy old Chromebooks and replace the... Maybe, yeah. The hardware they, in there. And, the you know, the average Chromebook will do virtually... Anything that you as a as a not power user, but you as a user would want to use it for email, surfing the web. I mean, the reality is that I think most people that use pads, you know, whether there's an Android or an iPad or whatever, they're using their computers unless they're sitting at their office for surfing, for getting their email, for watching videos. And you can do all of that at a whole lot cheaper on a Chromebook than you can on any other kind of, uh, you know, laptop. Right. Now they run Chrome OS, which mm-hmm. they are updating all the time. And one could just figure that you'd have to update the hardware. I mean, a 14-year-old Mac can run the latest version of Chrome, but a six-year-old Chromebook can't because the Chromebook 
doesn't have the firepower. They made right. it so you could buy it cheap. Yeah. And even if you have to buy a new one, $200 or $179 every four years, it'll take you a long time to yeah, match. Before you get to the price of that Mac yeah, The Wall laptop. Street Journal, the article I read, they were, well, you know, the, the Mac computer. Burr, burr. You're talking apples to grapes. Yeah, no, there's no comparison. Like, there's but no for the comparison. average person, for a college student who's, again, oh, you know. But that's college. Yeah. College student's different. This is for elementary school. Yeah. The, they don't need expensive computers. No. Well, I was going to say, even the college kids don't need expensive computers. The reality is You're they have to. You're probably right. Well, and I always talked about when, you know, when people said, what, what uh, laptop should I get my kids for college? I would always tell them first, check with the college and see what system mm -hmm. they're on. Mm -hmm. You know, are they on Mac? Are they on, on Apple? I mean, on uh, PC, because you got to know, because if you go there with the wrong device, you're not going to be able to connect to the school system. So that's important to know. Well, but, but now most of them, like my daughter works at CSUN. Right. They do both. Uh, they do both. Yeah, I'm you sure. You can get true. a real deal as the student deal in the student bookstore on any Apple product. Right. Yeah, they give um, you discounts on all those right, things. Right, lots of discounts. But <laughs> frankly, the employees use... Uh, Microsoft-based computers. There you go. All right. So our next story is shocking. I mean, I will say shocking. Shocking? Shocking. Okay. Let's do Google it. Google and Alexa can be on the same device if you own new JBL speakers. Uh, you know, I wonder if that means that at some point they're going to get into a kind of a nasty comment to each other. You know, you'll you'll turn on your new JBL speakers and Alexa and uh, uh, Alexa. What's the other one I just said? Alexa and uh, Google will start getting into a World War Three uh, battle back and forth. No, I don't like that song. No, exactly. Yeah, Change. Yeah. What are you people talking about? That's a little scary. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I do. I care. No. <laughs> yeah. But there are those who have. The big trend, by the way, is retro-style smart speakers and retro-style speakers. Right. I mean, people are liking the retro-style uh, look. Do you yeah. remember your brand of speakers called Nakamichi? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I still have I, I got Kurt a Nakamichi Bluetooth speaker. Mm -hmm. It's bigger, a little bigger than a shoebox, but it looks so 60s. It's funny. Just, it's great, or 70s, whatever era Nakamichi was. But it's great. And that's the trend. But these aren't cheap. Um, JBL announced it in Berlin this week. Mm -hmm. um, the prices come from $329 to $429.99. And yeah. yay. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, I did, ha did not have the world's greatest experience with Nakamichi sound bars. Uh, and ultimately, I replaced mine with uh, LG. Yeah. Came out with a really get high end. Matches, you get one that matches your TV is the safest thing to do. I well, think. right, and mine oh, did. By you know, the way, both... by the way, going back to the Apple story, yeah, I just remembered something really important. They have a bunch of colors. Yep. And aside from dropping gold, they're dropping purple, which big whoop. But they have three shades of gray. <laughs> Wait, isn't that thirty shades of gray? Isn't that no, story? this literally, the, you know, three different under different names. That's so important. ridiculous, and because the point is, you can put a case on your phone anyway. Nobody right. is ever going to see the color. 
anyone. I mean, years ago, I converted to a see-through case because I thought, you know, I bought a phone because I kind of liked the way it looked, and I was covering it with a case. So now I buy a see-through case. So at least if I ever want to look at the color, I can. But and yet I wouldn't I say never it's significant. <laughs> yeah, which rare, well, you're right. Rarely do I do actually do it, but uh, no. That's that's really crazy. And I have so. a Samsung case that has a stand built in, and it's yeah, got me too. flowers, and it's pretty. And yeah. I purposely look at that one. But okay, back to the speakers here. Yay! Yeah. So now Google and Amazon are going to hold hands and play together, and I guess that's fine. Um, it's good because you can buy this product no matter what you use within your house. And I wonder whether the collaboration had anything to do with. Uh, Amazon and Google, or it's just some technology that JBL built in that allowed you to use both. I suspect yeah, that it wasn't them collaborating together. I, supposedly they did. Well, that's interesting. Because, you know, JBL paid them. Well, and that <laughs> how, may well how simple be what it is, is that? I mean, okay. it's kind of fun, but do yeah. you, how, I mean, why do you need that? Does one do something the other okay, doesn't? Okay, here's the deal. If you're the manufacturer, mm -hmm. you want to sell your product to everybody. Well, that's compatible, can, I guess. Sure. You can, right. And you can double your audience if you cover yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Definitely. It would make, make it compatible when someone at home there may only go. have a Google or you know, Just an ask Amazon. Just I could give you the Yeah, answer. that makes sense. Uh, okay, well, next good, thing good we them. have pissed me off so hard. I'm like really angry about this. Do you care about privacy? Is that important to you? I try. Even though we should know our privacy has been breached already, but a I don't. A billion times. But this, to me, is even more egregious. Yeah. Your Fitbit, mm -hmm. which, you know, for those who wear an Apple Watch, it's very similar. Yeah. But it's only a fitness device. Right. You know, it doesn't have all other bells and whistles. And Fitbit is a great device. Um, they, it seems that... Uh, Vienna-based advocacy group filed complaints against Fitbit in Austria, the Netherlands, and Italy, alleging that Google-owned fitness uh, tracking device is in violation of the EU data privacy regulations. And it seems they were right. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen court-wise or even if they're going to be able to sell it anymore. Currently, the only way Fitbit users can withdraw their consent is by deleting their account completely. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And lose all previous tracked workouts yeah, and I'm... data. I mean, th that's crazy. Yeah. That's just crazy. Um, they force the new users, uh, users of the app to consent to data transfers outside the e EU to... Well, it violates EU privacy regulations, so they're really tight. California's are really tight, but California oh, yeah, obviously California's didn't care the, on this. The toughest. No, EU is is worse. Well, EU, yeah, EU yeah. is certainly up there too. So I'm not even going to the details, except that the data it shares not only includes users' email address, date of birth, and gender, it can also share logs for food. You know, people seem to like to log what they eat, right. their weight, their sleep, their water uh, usage, female health tracking, your alarms, your messages on discussion boards, or to your friends in the app. Yeah. I, I, no, no, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. And uh, just no. 
So I won't be getting a Fitbit. I was thinking about it. I'm going to have to wait. Well, I mean, Fitbit was acquired by Google in 2021 for right. 2.1 billion valuation. Right. right. So, does that mean that Google was doing it to collect data, you know, to make money? I mean, you know, well, we're, okay. we're all Google fans. Fit, Fitbit ran as a separate company. Right. And if you look at the article, I'm sure that this has been going on for a long time. Oh, you can be sure and Google of that. held it under the radar. Right. So we don't know how Google is going to respond to this, and we will report it to you on Tech Radio because this is all important stuff. This is, you know, we'll let you know what happens. Right. So, Mark, we I think looking at the time, we better jump to the uh, top 10 streaming this week. Uh, we can certainly do this. You know, there's, as we've talked about, with the strike, the after strike and the SAG after strike going on, there is not a lot of new stuff going on. So uh, let's take a look, I guess. First, let's look at the movies. Um, and where, why Asteroid I... City. Yeah, I, yeah, I've talked about that before. And I, people have said, yay, it's good. I just couldn't get through more than half an hour of it. Uh, but that was kind of interesting. Uh, you have also got, let's see, Flash, which was entertaining. That's um, on Max. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was it was fun. Um, this one I haven't seen yet, but I want to because it's supposed to be pretty it looks, funny. It looks fun. We nearly watched it last night, but it was like two hours long. So I said, nope. Well, it's uh, this is the you are not so invited to my bat mitzvah, which is Adam Sandler and right. his two kids. Right. So stars I, of the film. I think it's a, the premise is adorable yeah. and it's it's a Sunday movie for us. Oh, it'll be fun. A Heart of Stone. Mm-hmm. Which is the word that you you always tell me I pronounce Gal Gadot's name wrong, uh, but she's the star of this Heart of Stone, and it's a CIA fun, entertaining uh, Guardians of the Galaxy again, entertaining. I liked it. Have not seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, but I understand kids enjoy it. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons that's been up there for a long time and yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah, uh, Vacation Friends Two. With John Cena, who I'm a big fan of. I really like him. I don't know how the movie is. He's in the Barbie movie. uh, Oh, is he? Yeah, he's great. Uh, John Cena is awesome. Uh, The Pope's Exorcist, which I did watch with Russell's Crowe, and it was reasonably scary, I have to say. It was up there, not not exorcist-wise, but pretty good. And then, again, I keep saying, I don't know what this is, Red, White, and Royal Blue. I'm not familiar with that one. Was there anything that you watched lately that's not on here? You know, I don't think I've watched. I did watch a sh- uh, Netflix. Uh, who is Aaron? Who is Aaron? Something. Aaron Gray. Something. Which was an entertaining Aaron short Carter. series. Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. That's it. Yeah. Who is Aaron Carter? Three and on it was my good. List. Yeah, yeah, we'll be I like talking it. about that. Yep. Um, okay. And we watched something interesting. Um, remember, there's one movie called one series called Dope Sick. Uh, I did, yeah. Right. And I what was the, the other one. one? And what was the other one? The other one is Painkillers, I think. And we watched them both. Yeah, they're because very we similar. Wanted... No, one is like eating M and M's. Well, yes. And the other one is like actually learning something. Well, yeah, <laughs> similar in that the story is virtually the same. But you're right. One is like a cartoon, and the other one was serious. Michael Keaton did a spectacular oh, he's job. Great. As great that actor. doctor. What a great actor he was. And honestly, Matthew Broderick did nothing. No, I, I didn't okay. even see it. He, it was just there. 
Yeah, they kind of took a serious topic and almost made it cartoonish. So I felt like I was in college, to, you know, again, compare yeah. and contrast. Which do yep. you like better? And yep. uh, same topic, and it, it was about the OxyContin crisis. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very interesting. So, I mean, if it gets down thin to stuff that you can't watch, yeah. they're both, they're both miniseries. And they will burn up a certain – and they are entertaining. Also, yeah. Star Trek Brave New World with Anson Mount. Yeah, I um, watched that. I started the second season. And episode one of the second season was so good, I nearly jumped out of my skin. Really? It was so good. Wow. So okay. good. And what's and, the name of that? Uh, it's on Paramount Plus, Star Trek Brave New World huh, okay. with Anson Mount. Um, okay. Baby Uhura is in it, and that's uh-huh. played by um, – um, 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 oh, he was in that movie, and I, I know, can't I watch it. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s daughter plays Uhura. Okay. And – a lot of people you've seen in other things are on it. So it's these are excellent. young Star Star Wars people, no, like Captain Kirk. This is Kirk Star young Trek. Or? This is Star Trek. Yeah, and Captain it, Kirk. This series is before the original Star Trek. Right. That's what. That's why when you it's said with young Captain uh, Pike. Okay. Yes. Now you will say you will be able to see Captain Kirk come in and out, but he's young. Right. He, of course. He's like an ensign or something. He's nobody. Oh, how funny. Yeah, so that makes it funny. And from what I understand, uh, Montgomery Scott, Scotty, the engineer, mm-hmm. is going to be there, baby Scotty. Oh, well, that's cute. It's not cartoons. It's real drama. It's done so well. I'll take a look at that. Uh, it's really, really, as a Star Trek fan, and Kurt isn't even a Star Trek fan, and he really likes it. I like. I always liked Star Trek. I always thought it was a good series, and the movies were fun. So maybe I'll take up. I'm looking for something to watch now anyway. Star so I might Trek give that Brave a- New World, there's two seasons out. Okay. So, yeah, it's excellent. The first one is good, but the second season is, you know, when they really gave really? him money, is excellent. Uh, you're okay. watching Murders in the Building? Well, I'm just about to talk about the streaming TV shows. Yeah. Akash- Akashka. Yeah, I, that's a, I don't know that one. That's a new one, and I haven't Star watched Wars. it. It looks interesting. It's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Only Murders in the Building is next. So that's number two, and people love it. I love it. It's interesting, and it's short, which I like a lot, too. Then that Who is Aaron Carter? Love. And then Suits on Netflix? Love. Um, yeah. Are we interrupting? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then, phone then rang. Lioness on Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's been okay. I liked it less as I watched it longer. Uh, AMC has Dark Winds. And then, of course, Painkiller, which we talked about, which, trust me, Dope Sick is so much better. Yeah, I'm sure. On Hulu. Um, Invasion, have you seen that? Uh, I have not. Um, then Shelter is number nine, and number ten is Justified, which yeah, which I did watch. We watched the entire. My wife and I both watched it uh, and enjoyed it. Well, it's got. Uh, is that the one with that great cowboy actor? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah, it's. Um, oh gosh, I can't. Well, I don't know. Timothy Oliphant. Actor. Timothy yeah, Oliphant. Yeah, he great. was he was the sheriff in Deadwood, I believe. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yep. Yep, yep. And I'm a big fan. So, you know, 
we're going to start not having stuff to listen to. <laughs> right, exactly. So be prepared. We'll give you the tips on what you can watch, what you won't watch, and what is really bad. Oh, hey, and there's going to be another Big Fat Greek Wedding number three coming Oh, up. I saw that. Hey, listen, everybody, have a great, great week, a great uh, Labor Day, day off on Monday. Enjoy. We'll see you next weekend. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen thanking you for listening to our show. We hope we haven't been too goofy, but we have some good information here. So we'll see you next week. We're out every Sunday. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. <laughs>